Hey guys, my name is Joe, and you're listening to Hashtag with Joe. This podcast is about my life as a tomboyish, introverted teen, while I express my fondness towards my hobbies, which I'm very passionate about. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode on Hashtag with Joe. I hope you're all doing well during the process of lockdown on COVID-19. I don't think you'll get another, you know, honorable chance to miss out on school, miss out on going to college. Those days where people would be like, oh, I need a break, and suddenly, poof, your break has come out of thin air for you. Those are, like, great things that we should be appreciating during these times when we are all stuck at home. That's the positive side of it. The negative side is definitely worrisome with so many cases new cases popping up every day. It's going to reach 1,000 per day, 10,000 per day on an average. I'm not sure about the stats. I didn't check it up, but I know it's a negative and a positive, but let's just take the positive from the process of staying home due to quarantine, and let's make the most out of it. So today's topic is about vulnerability, listening to shame, and taking care of your mental health. Last week, I had listened to three or four yeah four ted talks on the various topics that i mentioned but by three speakers sangudel elizabeth lesser and brene brown sangudel had talked about mental health and he said there is no shame in taking care of your mental health elizabeth lesser said that you should say your truths and share them with others instead of keeping them inside yourself and then worrying about them for the rest of life under the pretense of being afraid to tell the other person what you want in all honesty and listening to shame was by Brene Brown as well as the power of vulnerability so in her speech she had talked about the post effects of vulnerability that is for listening of shame post effects of her TED talk from vulnerability and after three days when it had reached four million as well as the time where people had told her not to talk about shame or vulnerability and she clearly mentions that shame is not going to be the evolution of human society it's going to bring the ultimate change for the positive rather than that for the negative and we should embrace shame as it is and shame is inverse to guilt where shame would be the feeling of i am not a good person i am a really bad person any negative thought where the i is involved where you truly feel in doubt of yourself lack of confidence that is mostly shame but where you do something wrong and you feel the need to apologize that is guilt so guilt and shame are two different things it's not the same thing and when i recently learned that that was a bit shocking for me that wasn't the best time in the world but after a few moments i regained myself and then continued to listen to her speech power of vulnerability she talks about what vulnerability is and she goes on with the various set up on vulnerability and how far you should take it along so all the posts for these ted talks as well as their videos will be in my blog you can go up there and check them out after the podcast episode as i was talking about mental health and vulnerability like the other speakers had said those speeches like meant a lot to me especially in this quarantine season so my main focus on today's episode is not about what they said nor about quarantine, but about both. About how we should embrace mental health and how we should make sure that we take care of ourselves during the quarantine period.
people can lose hope right now. It's the highest probable time to lose hope because every day we switch on the news, the 7 a.m. morning news, the 12 p.m. afternoon news, the night 8 p.m. news that we watch. All those give us the facts and they state all the horrifying cases and the increase in numbers per day which are crunching in our brains about the effects of COVID-19. The stacks of cases that can lead to death, the number of deaths per day, the number of people who may be affected in the future, how safe are we in our society. Those are things which can creep us out real bad. It's nothing wrong to worry about it. But staying at home is also a really good privilege. I mean, you're supposed to stay safe, but that doesn't mean you have to coop in your room all day and feel bad about it, suck yourself into the negativity vibe, or feeling like, I can't do anything anymore, I can't be productive anymore, I can't do what I usually do anymore. Don't do that. Take that morning cup of coffee or that morning cup of milk or whatever you drink first thing in the morning. Take that, say to yourself, it's the start of a new day. I can accomplish what I want to accomplish. And start your work as you always do, except you're not just going to step out of the house and move anywhere. You're just going to stay inside those four doors or those few spaces in your house that you call workspace and you're going to work. You're going to do what it takes to work. It doesn't mean you get to slack off just because you're under quarantine. You get to do a lot of stuff during this time. You just don't have to see it as the negative vibe which is going to threaten us all within a few days or a few months or within the time period that we're under lockdown. It's not like that at all. It's the time where we can embrace ourselves we can work for what we have to do, we can accomplish stuff, and we can make new hobbies or get back to the old hobbies that we had not done for a really long time just because we procrastinated or because we didn't have the proper time frame to do it. Examples are making a blog, making a podcast, uh, gaming is something that may many people are doing right now, animating, uh, drawing. There are common things which people are trying to do. So at this time for me, making my podcast and growing it seemed like a great option for me to do. Because we're under quarantine. Nobody's going to step out of their houses. Giving an episode every Friday would make a big difference rather than me sitting at home cooped up in my room just because A, it's summer break and B, it's quarantine. So it's a double benefit. I don't have to step out of the house. I don't have to do anything. I can be like Greta Kefley. Shut the doors, sit in, play video games all day. But I don't play video games. I watch shows, read books. So it would just be a night lamp for me along with my computer and I just enjoy the rest of the summer. That's not what I'm going to do. I'm going to stand up. I'm going to wake up every morning. I'm going to drink that cup of coffee. I'm going to be like, I can accomplish my day and start off with all the hobbies that I want to do. Start off with all the passionate things that I want to do first thing in the morning. Learning how to cook is something that I am recently learning as a great hobby and a self-practice. My mom is teaching me the various dishes on cooking that she used to make. And the two of us are happily spending time together by also researching new recipes with the current ingredients that we have. Cleaning my room is a major asset for me. Like, I never clean my room 
that frequently as I do right now. I used to clean it every two or three weeks whenever it gets bad. But since I had to like do all the chores now and it's been an increased load, I decided that cleaning would keep my space happy and I'd have a more productive space. Try cleaning your room and making your bed as the first thing that you do in the morning. That would make a major difference. Try lighting some candles if you can. I mean, lighting candles gave me more aromatic temperatures and it gave that nice pleasant feel instead of the stench that I usually stay in. Opening the windows is a great idea, but I would highly not suggest it given that COVID-19 is, you know, in the air and on the loose, so try not to open the windows but open the windows for two or three minutes that's a good thing to do try seeing the sunrise and the sunset every day i see the sunset every day ever since lockdown with my parents so it's like a, a rejuvenating break i would put it that way a rejuvenating break where i could just go upstairs look outside see the sunset, take pictures of the sunset every day, and then post it on my Instagram saying that 6 p.m. equals sunset. That's like the best thing I could ever do all day. Like, 6 p.m. sunset. Reading a book, I mean, not just reading one book, reading two or three is something that I've been doing. And I just got back to all those PDFs that I had downloaded, as well as new books releases. All Your Twisted Secrets, that was a new book release. I'll be talking about that later, not now, but there were those books that I had put off for a while. I downloaded all of them in PDF format because it's much easier for me to get the PDFs of those instead of like waiting online, getting the hard copy, especially during this time when you don't have much deliveries. That's a bummer. I mean, in my area it is, but if you guys still get deliveries, good for you. Do some online shopping. It's a really great stress buster to do. And exercise. Try exercising within the four walls of your house. Take a bike. Go cycling if you can. I mean, if you can go cycling, that's great. I mean, honestly, that's the best thing you can ever do as exercise. You just get fresh air at 5 p.m., the wind blowing in your face, your hair flipping out. Those are like the greatest moments of riding your bike at 5 p.m. Honestly, I would give anything to do that, but I can't because lockdown. I can't move out of my house in my area. So try doing that. That would like rejuvenate the energy within you. That would get you out of that funk. That would make you feel more productive to sit and accomplish whatever you want to do. Try out the various new hairstyles. If you're someone like me who just throws her hair into that one big braid or that high ponytail or just leaving your hair loose when you shower those are my typical hairstyles but since i figured out that i'm on lockdown and i have to do something learning new hairstyles seemed like a great option because whenever i go out of the house just throwing my hair in a ponytail isn't gonna work anymore everyone knows that hairstyle by now what's the point in doing it when you can like style your hair into different ways writing a book of your own that is something that came up to me two nights ago when I was planning out a new plot sequence and then the next day I was searching up on my drive for saving my current plot outline which I had written up on a Google Doc and I saw that there was one of my drafts that I had written before. I guess when I was in grade 11 
um, the month of February when I wrote that. I wrote that off a my high school experiences and b a fictional reality that I would like. And it's going pretty good. I mean, I allot one hour a day to spend time on it and then write out a new plot sequence or whenever I have time I'm going through it and making the process of writing it into a regular habit. If you are not with the family members or your loved ones right now, make sure to call them up every day or twice a day if you can to tell them how you're doing, whether you're staying safe, what you did all day. They'd really appreciate the love and support that you give them because you're in a faraway place, they're in a faraway place. The only place that you can connect is through the internet or any form of media communication. So by giving them that reassurance that you're fine, that is the greatest thing that you can do to make sure that they don't feel worried about you and you don't feel worried about them during the season. Take a lot of fruits and vegetables, stuff that contain a lot of vitamins and minerals which are really essential during this time. Doctors say that many forms of fruits and vegetables, as long as oranges and any form of vitamin C is really crucial during this period because vitamin C gives your immunity and the other vitamins and minerals can help you stay strong and make sure you have enough immunity to fight the virus in case you come contact with it. But I don't think most of us are going to get into contact with it if we stay within our houses or if we step out of our houses but make sure we're staying safe as we step out. For those of you who are taking online classes, I mean I'm taking self-placed online classes. So those of you who are in uni and taking online classes, I know a few of my friends and relatives are taking online classes through their universities because of college. So if you're taking an online class, just don't feel you know, under motivated to take up the class and do it. It's just a regular day, like I said before. Take that morning coffee, start the accomplishment, get it going on that grind, people. You don't have to feel bad that you're taking online classes and others aren't. I mean, the benefit's for you, it's not for anybody else. So think of it like that and just get it done with. It'll just be over in a jiffy, I guess, because I'm not sure how online classes work. I don't take them in the periodic time frame. I'll take them in a self-paced form. And learning a new course is good. That was another thing that I was going to say. I am taking, like I said before, Dark Discovery, Fundamental Parts of a Neuron, and right now I'm also taking Amazon Web Services. So I am having a lot on my plate now, but all three of them are self-paced, but I still make sure that I have deadlines to finish up all the courses that I've taken before the end of April as well as take another three courses and finish them by the end of April so that I have six courses done with and I can use these certificates for a good purpose. I can use them for my application forms, I can update them on any form of CV or resume that I'd be making in the future. All in all, it's a great benefit so try it out if you can. So, in conclusion, I would say that you should eradicate the negativity, take in the positivity, and vulnerability is something that you should learn to share yourself with. 
being vulnerable at this time isn't wrong that's all i'm saying being shameful of doing something that you haven't done isn't wrong at this time basically what i'm trying to say is mental health and all the negative emotions related to it vulnerability and shame are two major things but if there are any other negative emotions that are related to it and if they coincide with the factors of quarantine don't give in to them they do many things to you and harming your mental health isn't something that you really need right now your physical health and your mental health are your greatest strength during the times of need when a virus is out on the loose make sure you stay safe and make sure your loved ones stay safe too try doing stuff that don't feel boring just keep yourself engaged now and then so that you won't feel like you aren't doing anything anymore and always remember that your positivity is your best asset I mean, all of your travel plans would have been cancelled. Nobody is allowed to step out of the house anymore. You can't even go to the store to get that chocolate or those soda cans that you're so willing to drink out of. But it's a good thing for a good cause. Remember that. Hey, you might be even able to turn in a healthy leaf by the end of the quarantine. Who knows? Make sure to stay updated on the news on quarantine. And do follow the protocol. No touching your hands, face, nose, anything which can... Be prone to infections such as the flu or even a common cold. And I think that's it for this segment. Let's move on to what I did for the week. So as I was saying, I accomplished a lot this week, so I'm really proud of myself. Number one is making a bullet journal spread for the month of April. This theme was lo-fi beats inspired by Amanda Rich Lee. Uh, go check out her YouTube channel for more updates on bullet journaling. She's a really great artist and an amazing bullet journaler. I watched her videos for three years, which was since the starting of when she made her bullet journal journey. So that was a really great accomplishment and I got inspired to do the same for 2020. So she talked about lo-fi beats being this comfort genre where you get to like listen to it and then keep calm and it helps you to keep focused on whatever you're doing. I personally like that genre because I listen to it all the time when I'm trying to you know get my work done or if I don't have anything to do and I just pop it in. It's a really good loop to listen to especially the study girl looks so aesthetic to look at every time i look up onto my screen and see how long it's been playing or whether i need to plug in my charger anything like that but she's super aesthetic as a wallpaper to look at when i pause the music or when i want to do any tasks i had also written a blog post on lo-fi beats up in my blog so go check that out speaking of my blog i made a lot of updates this week i mean more than i usually make in a week i think i posted one or two posts a day but that was like mind-blowing to see that i posted a lot the last time i did that streak was back in may 2019 when i was super obsessed with improvisation of my blog and then making it better as well as like giving in more content to it and showcasing all of my hobbies in one place i also got a lot of reading done this week so i read all of your twisted secrets and that is by diana urban a review is up in my blog if you want to check it out it's basically about six people locked up in one room. It's a mystery story, so if you're not in mystery, don't go for it. But it's having a time loop of the past and the present. One chapter in the past, one chapter in the present. So that is something which I would be happy to look out for if I was a reader. 
Another book that I'm catching up with is The Lord of Shadows by Cassandra Clare. As I had listed before, I read Lady Midnight a long time ago. I didn't get the time to read The Lord of Shadows. So <laughs> since now I have the time, I decided to read it, read Queen of Air Darkness. And then move on to the Inferno Devices, I guess. I'm not sure about the entire series. But the Inferno Devices has a sequel series. And the first book is The Chain of Gold. So I want to finish all of that, then go to Chain of Gold. And that would be like an immense relation. Because I read The Ghost of the Shadowhunter Market in between. So I do know who Will, Matthew, Jem, Tessa, and all those people are. I just had a brief idea. So I, I'm not completely sure on who they are. But since I have a brief idea from the Dark Edifices and Ghost of Shadow Market, I might be able to reconnect with them better from the Inferno Devices and the Chain of Gold. So as for shows, I recently started watching How I Met Your Mother, which was a recommendation for me. I am currently on season 4. I told my friend that I would watch the entire show within 3 days, but apparently I don't have time and I'm still stuck in season 4. And when I said I could watch a show within three or four days tops, the assumption was that I was a robot who could accumulate shows as fast as possible. Now, on the social media platforms, I saw that these challenges are becoming a lot popular. The ones where you guess the wrong one out, the math problems, the mental ability questions, tag a friend, uh, forward this message, and on and on. I don't know what challenges they give. Or those template challenges. Oh god, those were really good. But there are a lot of challenges which are going on in Instagram. Also those picture challenges. You like a post, you have to post the same thing with the caption. <laughs> those are really funny. I liked a post by accident then I had to post it again. So that was also something which got me into the loop. But it is really motivating in a way. And <laughs> A bit of spam in the other hand. So that's it for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. Make sure to check out my blog, which is www.innovativeideals.com. My Instagram is at innovative underscore ideals. And my Twitter is at innovativeide16. I'll see you guys in next week's episode. Bye, guys.